0: now stand real still you wouldn't want this gun to go off would you I found him he's right over here boss Uh, would you mind lowering your gun like
1: a good boy
0: forget it you don't like pain do you I'm used to it well I feel sorry for your wife and kids you'll make them cry
1: ain't got no kids and most women find me pretty offensive so I'm single
0: sounds like a pretty lonely life I'm telling you you have to die It would sure make us all happy if you do.
1: Japanese, podcast where three bounty hunters, in their thirties, talk about anime. He's got a big weapon and a mohawk. His name is Bill.
2: Boo. Uh, uh, why? I don't know, I just felt like booing myself. Oh, alright, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to be like, are you booing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. He's the worst
1: kind of womanizer. His name is Josh.
0: What's up, baby? What's going on? Hey. Why, don't you, why don't you come on over here? Fantastic. I'm going ca- to capture you from oh. my bounty. Oh, my.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't get me in your Pokeball. <laughs> and I'm, uh, 12 fields tall. My name is Andy. What the fuck's I'm not your sure voice what dude? voice you're doing. Uh, yeah, God. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, I've got a bad cold, guys. Oh, it's, oh, okay. It's, uh,. It's 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 been it's been a rough week. Uh, hey guys, it's tuning Japanese. Hey, hey, it's a podcast. We're a podcast. We we're, do podcast things. We're back Holy shit, we are! We never really went anywhere. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I did. As far as they know. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we are still releasing stuff. Uh, Yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys have been enjoying... (laughs) That's what she said. Oh, lord. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully you guys have been enjoying our bonus content in between the reviews of Pokemon Generations, the review of the Transformers movie. Uh, We've been... Working really hard, getting prepared for our next season, which begins now. Yeah, I mean... The future is now. You guys
0: have missed it. We actually had some great training montages going on. Oh, God, yes. You know, um, I, I think you had Eye of the Tiger going for your background music, Bill. I think you had the the best. You know, like, you're the best. All right.
2: No, I had uh, Shakira's Hips Don't Lie, but with the Danzig in it.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. 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 I don't know why I had Uptown Girl by Billy uh, Joel, but for some reason I it think works. It's,
1: uh yeah, I think that's about right. I think that's about
0: right. Yeah. I you know, but I, I told you, it was a badass montage. I, I wish
1: this was a visual medium. You guys would have been amazed by it. I'm sure we would have. Uh so we are gonna be heading into our first episode today of our new series of review, and we <sighs> are moving from Excel Saga, farewell Jessica Calvello, and We, we still love you, you all of you amazing, you amazing voice actors, crazy
0: beautiful bitch you oh wow
1: Uh, i i think that's fairly accurate we are going to be reviewing bill's choice this time around bill actually has an anime that he likes enough yo that he was able to come up with wow actually
0: still amazed by that prospect too i mean bill actually likes an anime enough that isn't sailor moon i mean we, we know that you like the sailor moon but you know the rules
1: I've got Sailor Moon news, guys. I can't wait. Well, that that's 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 later. Ah!
0: Are you talking about that commercial? What commercial?
1: The Ford commercial. No, is what is it Sailor Moon Ford commercial? Yes. What?
0: Huh? Yeah. What? It's on the Facebooks. I will go check that it's out later. A redub of a scene, and they they don't say Serena, they say Usagi, and they're talking about a Ford
1: like Escape or something. So like do that. you mean like Facebook dot com slash Tuning Japanese?
0: Well, I mean, that's where you can find some of our content. And if I find the commercial
1: again, I will post it. Yes, indeed. Hey, uh speaking of social media and such, we haven't talked about that kind of stuff in a while, so you can follow us on our Facebook. You can like us on our Twitter account, twitter.com. No, no. You can
0: follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. That's what I
1: meant. Uh, <laughs> at Tuning Japanese, you can go to tuningjapanese.com. And guys, 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 guess what? What's up? Chicken butt. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me good. Uh no. I created a Patreon fund for tuning Japanese. I thought
0: you said we were not going to be begging people for money.
2: Um, no, I thought that was a Harry Potter thing.
1: Oh, uh, what?
2: What?
0: <laughs> so no. wait, a minute, wait a minute. I've been doing all those oral favors for the backers for nothing the mob bosses and all that so that we had the money
1: well we had the front that to start the patreon
2: well you know what you do the oral favors for the backers but we get a little money maybe you can start being fronters instead yeah i mean that'd be a little better can for you, you imagine that
1: god damn it you could be a real life I thought, I thought i was done
0: with the blowjob duty and i would start fucking people in the ass
2: blowjob duty blowjob
1: duty no rusty trombones i told you this
2: yeah but you had a sphincter in your mouth at the time
1: uh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Let's move on. Uh, so, <laughs> our Patreon fund, patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. Uh, we are offering some interesting, uh, stuff there. We will go into that later in a, in the next week's episode. However, go check it out for yourself. And, uh, everyone who donates at least a dollar a month to our podcast, we'll get bonus content, including bonus episodes, mini episodes that we're going to produce once a week alongside of our reviews. They'll be okay. up and ready to go. So Yeah, we, that's some crazy shit, too. <laughs> yeah, we, we recorded that already, and it's it's something. It's something special. It's... It it makes my naughty bits tingle a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so check out our uh Patreon fund, we would appreciate that. And you can email us also at tuningjapanese at gmail dot com. And don't forget to check out the questionable never network at questn dot com. And oh, yeah, uh yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? That is a thing. It's still a thing. Uh yeah, and mm-hmm. uh you can check out all kinds of great other podcasts like uh, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, or uh, the Slasher Sanitarium, brand oh, yeah. new to the network, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. the G- Gamer Guild, or Raw Attitude Podcast, or the Shadow Lane. Hey, hey,
0: what happened to your every Tuesday? You're going to produce an article on uh your, your top fives and all
1: that. Hey, let's do nerd news, shall we? Let's do some nerd news. So nerd news, yeah. So I I've got some uh I've got like three things. I don't you know if I should things? save some of them for next time because I'm going to run out of things. But I also want to talk about them all because I'm so excited to be a geek right now. It's a it's a great time to be geeky. It is a great it time really to be is. geeky. Uh, so I'm going to start with what I was playing upstairs. And I'm not talking about with my penis while we were watching Trigon. You didn't even see me, did you? Ha! Uh, no! I'm talking... I was ignoring it <laughs> oh, okay. the whole time. I don't know how you could. Uh, so... He wouldn't. <laughs> so uh, I, I was playing on my 3DS the brand new Pokemon sun and moon. More specifically, Pokemon Sun. And uh, if you want more information on Pokemon Sun... You you want to play Pokemon Moon? (laughs) No, don't you dare! (laughs) Um,
0: I was bending over in front of Andrew presenting my my full moon to him. Showing him
2: his Kalamari ring.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, So, you can definitely check out my article for the Quest Ed Network about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, But now I've gotten a chance to play about an hour and a half, and man, that game is so much fun. I will probably be talking about it non-stop over the next oh like 2 months.
0: Oh. Oh, you're going to have a game you're going to be
1: talking about non-stop for uh-huh. months. <laughs> really? Really. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. uh-huh. I'll remember that, buddy. Oh, good lord. Uh, that was that was freaky. How did you whisper in my ear but also into the mic so closely? That was really I'm all the way back here. Acting. Ah. This Calmarie
2: uh, ring. <laughs> oh, Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> uh so yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon, check it out. It is out there now, and uh, it's gotten some great reviews, and I think it really is gonna be a nice revitalization of the series.
2: Next yeah. year, Pokemon Sun and Daughter.
1: Oh, Jesus <laughs> is crazy. Oh. 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 oh can I tell you what else I bought this week? I spent money this week. Can I tell you what else I bought?
2: What'd you buy? What'd you buy? I
1: bought Sailor Moon S Volume 1 DVDs. They just came out. I am nice. so stoked. Yes. I am reliving Sailor moon S, which is the greatest season of Sailor Moon because it has lesbians
2: and it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, an, I'm okay. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, pretty hot lesbians, really. And,
1: uh, and it's just a great series with great, great episodes, great storyline.
2: Lots of scissoring.
1: Tons of scissoring. Scissoring <laughs> all over the place. That's their attack, actually. I thought it was
2: weird. You bought it in the back room of uh, the FYE.
1: Yeah. It was, it was a little awkward. Um, yeah. Something about, uh, World Scissoring, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that was the name for Attack. But yeah, it's. Uh, I, I do want to say that listening to the new dub, it definitely is interesting. It still is always jarring listening to the new dub, the Viz dub, just because I'm so used to the original dub. Even the Bad Cloverway dub, where they turned Uranus and Neptune into cousins. Kissing cousins. Yeah. They did a really horrible job of trying to cover that up. So <laughs> it's kind of nice to hear English voice acting and them actually being like, I want to stick my fingers oh, inside you, or whatever—scissor me. Yeah, me, or whatever it is. Sorry. <laughs> um, so wow, terrible. Uh, can you tell it's been a long week? And then I think we're gonna save my other Sailor Moon news for next week All because right. it's pretty exciting, even though it won't be necessarily new news by then. But I still want to talk about it. Josh, yeah, I know what your news is. Oh yeah, because you called dibs on it. I totally called dibs on Go that. Go for it. Oh yes, I know. I totally called dibs on this. Yes, you did. So
0: oh, oh my Jesus, oh, son of a.
1: Damn it! Good job. First lap of the season, about 10 minutes in. Had to happen. God! Really? That is, uh, that's, that's called conditioning. So, uh, what's your real news, Josh? Hayao Miyazaki's coming out of retirement! Uh, what? Yeah! Can you please explain in, uh, 300 words or less? No.
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay, so Hayao Miyazaki's been uh, in retirement for a little while now. Uh, but apparently he's coming out... Of retirement.
1: Had you hoping there, that, didn't I? Really? <laughs> You're up to 34. Go. Oh, you said really. That's 35. Okay.
2: I think the giggles are count too. <laughs> uh, 37.
0: <laughs> anyway, he's going to do a new full feature-length film with Studio Ghibli. Apparently, it's going to be a feature-length version of his uh, short film from 2013 of Kamushi Noboro.
1: Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. You have two hundred and thirty words left.
2: I don't know what that means.
1: I'm not sure either. Can you explain it to me in two hundred and thirty words or less? Kamushinoboro. Yeah, huh? Two hundred and twenty-eight. I words actually
2: have
0: not seen that yet. How many more words do I have?
1: Depends uh, how many
2: words Kamushinoboro is. Yeah. True. <laughs> you got. You yeah, you have about three. So continue on. <laughs>
1: Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch. Hot. That was four. So <laughs> you fail. Damn it. Now that's cool though. That no, uh, yeah. in all seriousness though, that is really neat. Uh, the fact that he's going to come out of retirement for one, mm-hmm. you know, his his one last match. Right. Well, right. and he's
0: seventy six right now. And stu- when Miyazaki makes a film, it is not a short process. It no, t- it's gonna. This may take ten years.
1: Yeah, it could I mean, be. He's
0: kind of a perfectionist.
1: That is true. Uh, so
0: yeah, and then and I do have another bit. Andrew's actually looking at it. I right am. Now.
1: There's a lot of nudity going on right now in no, front of my eyes. No, it's not
0: nudity. nudity bits. No, it's, it is it, NASCAR Joe's bits. But it is. They have recently dropped a trailer for the live action Ghost in the Shell film that we have uh, discussed a few times before. Starling. Did they drop
2: it in a tight steaming pile?
0: It look You know what? You know. Say what you will. This actually I looks like it's do. going to be pretty awesome.
1: So are you uh, are you worried about the whitewashing at all? I know there was a lot of kick, a lot, a lot of blowback on this.
0: I am not as much anymore, uh, just because this is a future society, so mm-hmm. there may be a lot of intermingling of race at this point. I mean, right. sometimes people just need to get over it, and from what I'm seeing, this just looks fantastic. Her skin just turned into feathers. Okay, you never saw the opening scene from the very first movie or the um the opening credits of the first
1: movie. I don't remember it.
0: At, that was that was her being created. Gotcha. Yeah. Let me ask you. I mean, what do you think by by looking at this, Andrew? Uh
1: by looking at it, it's definitely really pretty. Yeah. Uh I would I would probably give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I probably would give it a shot.
0: I'm I am curious to see and um excited to see where this movie's going to go. Though I am kind of confused the guy that they got cast to play uh Bateau, Mm-hmm. her partner, looks kind of like Kiefer
1: Sutherland with, with buttons on his eyes. When you, what, button eye Kiefer Sutherland? I love him. He's great. <laughs> He's fantastic.
2: Yeah. Coraline. Yeah. Coraline.
0: Coraline. Coraline. <laughs> Coraline. Yeah, and, and that's it. I mean, I could go on about the latest, but you guys already warned me that if I say that mm-hmm, word mm-hmm. one more time, you're going to start instituting that, that jar
1: where I put all my loose change in there, and I, I just don't Yeah, mind. and then I'm going to buy... You're gonna buy? You're not. Are you gonna buy it? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go buy the game. Just I'm gonna burn it in front of you.
2: I thought you're gonna you buy cry. me a Vader masks. So I go Vader time.
1: Yes. On. Hey, Bill. Speaking of you, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's Billy time. Yeah,
2: Billy time. Yeah, time. Vader has two years left to live.
1: Yeah. Way to bring it down, Dick.
2: Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah
1: did, what, so, what so, so, what, what exactly happened?
2: I don't know exactly. They, they've not released a lot other than. In a recent interview, he just said his health is declining and the doctors are giving him about two years. Oh, um, man. I originally saw it from Mick Foley, who said that he knew Vader's health was bad. Mm-hmm. But now we know.
0: Right. And knowing's half the battle?
2: Hall of Fame run, do you think? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think he's totally deserving. Wait, um, he wait, didn't do as much in WWE, mm-hmm. but they've already absorbed WCW. Yeah. And- so anything he did in WCW... And there's plenty of people
1: who have been in the Hall of Fame now that didn't do much for WWE. Exactly.
0: Considering that WWE is doing a lot more focus with Japan, uh, with Japanese wrestlers, um, and given the fact that Vader was prolific in Japan, it may may be time. Vader time? Vader time, indeed.
2: Yeah, I would hope so.
1: Yeah, so a professional wrestler, for those of you who aren't aren't following, uh, who had a very long career uh, in, like you said, in Japan, in In America... Um with different promotions. So yeah, that's that's sad. That's
0: and he's a really big guy, and that guy was agile as fuck. He was like what three three ten?
2: Oh, he was way bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, he was probably like 380, 400. But the man could salt. Oh my god. You're looking at a four four fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Poetry in motion. Right. And and not the Hardy Boys move, but just him doing a moonsault was fantastic. And I mean the guy could move. He really could. Well
2: he right. could he could milit he could do a jumping military press with six hundred pounds at one point. Mm-hmm.
0: Stay with us, Big Van. Stay with us. I missed
2: my one opportunity to meet him.
0: Yeah. Really?
2: SCW right? had him. Yep.
0: Oh, that's right. Um, I not was, too long ago, too, wasn't it? Well, like it was a couple, a couple, years, enough, ago? couple years
2: ago. Because I was in Iowa City getting chemo, which is why I couldn't oh, go. Yep. And I totally would have gone. I would have <sighs> taken my Raw Magazine number one with him beating up Girl Monsoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have told him that Steve Austin stole his gimmick of beating up the boss.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. And yeah. that's... I was going to go
2: for a Vader hug. Vader (laughs) hug, Vader (laughs) hug.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, do you have
0: anything, anything else? That's a little bit.
2: I have a new hat. What? What Wait. What? What What is?
1: What is that? That's. Hang on. Wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. on, I gotta. I gotta lean in close uh, for Um, a second and take a. Does that say? It's very red. No. uh, Yeah. It says.
2: Oh, the green on the back. Uh,
1: Okay. Says. Says. Vuelve a ser grande a América. Bill. Yeah. Where did you get that? I made it. Are you sh- are you sure it was made in America? Oh,
2: Bill. Oh no, it was made in China. Uh, Bill? Uh, I mean the hat was made in China.
1: Bill, that's so great. Uh, it's it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> uh
2: can
1: you can you turn it's that grande. Hat, can, you, can, you, can, <laughs> can you can you turn your grande hat back? Who on made that hat?
2: The Chinese, if, obviously. If, if I turned it around, it's got green and white on it also. Uh,
1: Okay. Uh, so let's not again. Let Let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's go talk about the episode, shall we?
0: All right. So before we get into the episode, it's it's tradition now, right? It is tr-
2: what, what is tradition? what was tradition to make Chicken Lady orgasm noises? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Chicken Lady.
0: <laughs> ah. No time to front load some facts.
1: Oh, hey, yeah. Let's talk about Trigun, shall we? So this is our brand yeah. new. Season two anime. Uh, it oh, I is. I forgot what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, it is a kind of a. It's a goofy, funny anime in a lot of ways, but not quite as insane as Excel. Nowhere nope. near as exa- insane
2: it, as Excel. It has it, humor, but I don't know if I would say it's a goofy, funny anime.
0: No, well, it's 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 a fun anime.
1: Yeah, it's fun um, until we'll you definitely... get halfway through, and then it becomes no longer fun and more awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, though, yes, Trigun the anime is an adaptation of a manga written by Yasuhiro Naito. Now, the manga ran from uh, October of 1997 to May of 2007. Wow. Yeah. This one almost hit full decade. Almost. Almost, yeah. However, the anime series was uh, made in 1998, uh, mm-hmm. and it was ran right from April 1st, 1998 to September 30th of 1998, with 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, this was produced by Studio Madhouse in Japan, uh, directed by Satoshi Nishimura, produced by Shigeru Kiriyama, written by Yosuke Kuroda, and mm-hmm. the music was by uh, Sunio Imahori.
1: Yeah, I, and one of my favorite things about Trigun, uh, as we go into this, and it's one of the things I noted on my notes today, mm-hmm. is how much I love the music in this anime. Mm-hmm. It's great music. It's fantastic music. It, you know, it really gets to the general sort of feel of of you know the, the, the mood and the world in which this whole thing is set oh yeah
0: it's very fun now um it was of course licensed here uh in the united states the license has been owned by funimation mm-hmm. and uh, has been distributed here in the united states by funimation now in australia uh, madman entertainment holds the license and in the uk MVM Films holds the license. Now, it was originally released in TV Tokyo in Japan mm-hmm. uh, in the United States. This was actually one of the first series that was aired on Adult Swim.
1: Oh, yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it was also uh, in Canada. It was uh, held by uh, G4 Tech TV.
1: I miss G4. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now, there is, of course, a film adaptation, and I think we might do a review of that down the road. uh, Badlands Rumble. Badlands Rumble. Uh, You can find Trigun on uh,
1: Hulu. You can. This is one of those series that is on Hulu until they decide to take it off, and then Bill has to binge watch it on Hulu. (laughs) No. No, no.
0: He still has access to the Funimation.
1: Which is on the Funimation app.
0: Yep. Due to its popularity, there are constant re-releases of uh, DVDs, and I'm sure at some point it's going to get a Blu-ray. This is a series that you can... It's it's really easy to get a hold of this one. I think it's because of how classic it is, how much uh, people really enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree.
0: Uh, the opening theme song is just known as HT by Sunio Imahori. The ending theme is uh, Kaze wa Miriya no Fuku, Yeah. translated to... Kaze
1: wa, wa no Fuku. <laughs> Tra- <All right. laughs> which uh, translates
0: to wind blows to the future written and composed and sung by Akima and Neos whoa so that's <laughs> that is the front loaded facts i
2: know kung fu
0: and 90
2: I, I know akito whoa, i know akito
0: and about 80% of my research but
1: anyway yes yes well done you do well on the googles so uh well, well thank you you're thank welcome you. uh so we are going to be reviewing episode one today of trigun and uh before we get there though i wanted to ask bill yo yo um so homie
2: Boo.
1: <laughs> yo 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 what's up <laughs> wrong anime super fly uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I know. Really old Lord, That's an old reference. Hey, we were
0: watching both of those around <laughs> the same time. Joe right.
1: cartoon. All right, so I wanted to ask you, you chose this anime.
2: Yeah. Why? Because it's fucking awesome. Do you want to elaborate? I mean, there's guns and superheroes and deserts and westerns and fucking guns. awesome. Guns, 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 guns. Okay. Um, A superhuman protagonist who's a pacifist. Mm-hmm. Is pretty cool.
1: That is a pretty neat idea. Pretty excited when you said you were going to do Trigun, because Trigun, for me, has always been one of my favorites as well. It's one of those earlier animes that I had a chance to see, uh, even before it made its debut on Adult Swim, and I I really, really love this anime. Uh, I love the characters. I think that's the biggest thing. The gung-ho me. guns are amazing. Yeah, so the characters, for me, is what really drives Trigun, Be, you know, mm-hmm. between Vash and Wolfwood, you know, being amazing characters. Oh, you have yeah. an amazing supporting cast uh, of Millie, who is one of my favorite anime characters of all time, uh, and Meryl. And then you've got the gung-ho guns. You've mm-hmm. got, you know, you've got knives. You've got this whole huge cast of really interesting characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure we'll get into, you know, a much more thorough discussion on the final episode. Uh, but yes, this series... I think and I think it's one of those series that kind of helped define us mm-hmm. as anime fans. Uh this was definitely during the late 90s boom of anime. Right. It said, as as earlier stated it was one of the first animes to be featured on Adult Swim.
1: Yep. That is true.
0: Which is, you know, definitely one of those mainstays that people go to to either get introduced to anime or find new anime. Yep. I I always have fond memories of this uh series Specifically because it was post high school when we really sat down and watched it, but you got copies. Of I got the, uh, I got
1: copies in your year right. of oh, this anime. senior year, right? Oh, it was senior okay. year for me. Uh, this anime in Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. uh, initial well, Initial D, um, Saber Marionette J, right. Nadesco, all those animes from a buddy of mine, Mike, right. and, uh, and 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 it was it was just opened up a whole crazy new world right. for me.
0: But for 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 me. It was one of those things that kind of helped us become good friends. I think so. Because I would come over to your place or you would come over to my place. You'd hold up a VHS Mm -hmm. and go, hey, more Dragon. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's
1: Let's do this. Yes. And we would watch shit tons of anime. We binged watched the shit out of those tapes. Yes. It was, yeah. And I think I still have those tapes, perhaps. Oh, that is awesome. Um, So, yeah, that was a huge part, I think, of, of those early years. Absolutely. All right. So here we go. Episode 1 of Trigun, the 60 billion double dollar man. And guess what? Since Bill chose the anime... I go first, right? Uh, that's not... <laughs> we open! No, no, because Bill chose the anime, oh, sh- he gets to do the work. Uh, oh. Good I... thing, because that paper looks r- not like a whole... There's not a whole lot of notes there. So, uh, oh. Bill! Yo. Tell us all about episode 1 of Trigun. Go ahead, open so.
2: on a dark desert highway. Uh-huh. No, wait, that's not right. No,
1: no, that's definitely a dusty not right. desert saloon. There, okay, that's, that's much a little better. better. That's much much a little better. better. All right. <laughs> uh,
2: inside, a couple of what I assume are outlaws. Yeah, I think so. Are sitting at the t- a table discussing Vash the Stampede, the humanoid typhoon.
1: Yes, you know, here's what I love not to, not to derail us already into, <laughs> into, into banter. Um, but here's one thing I love about this first episode and this anime in general: there, this idea of Vash the Stampede <laughs> is much. Grander than the actual man, right? And I love that about well, I, about this. I get
2: that that he's a. I get where you're coming from with that. I don't know if that's necessarily true because the true Vash is
0: right, but bigger than life in a lot of ways. But it's kind of that tall tale mm-hmm. sort of
1: sort of motif. Oh that, yeah, I mean humanoid typhoon. I mean he's he's given a, a quality that is. Mm -hmm. this hyperbole in a way
0: well i'm thinking more like you know like like a paul bunyan-esque character just does the you know and and everyone has all these different stories and Mm -hmm. also you know kind of gives you that idea too that you know information does not does not uh, disseminate well because it's definitely a word of mouth society that kind of gets word kind of get the information across Right to people, you know, kind of like how the old West was,
1: and that's kind of what we have for the setting. We didn't really talk as much about the setting yet, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we got we've got the saloon, we've got this sort of like barren desert landscape. It very <laughs> much feels like a Wild West sort of setting in anime. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does live up. I mean, he's a living myth, mm-hmm. but he sort of lives up to it.
1: Right. Well, it I mean, takes even as time. a humanoid
2: typhoon. You find places that he's well, destroyed.
0: Gentlemen, gentlemen, I believe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry.
2: Anyway, he is the baddest hombre in the land. I- Besides them, we just have a, a barman mm-hmm. and a man in a red coat sitting at the bar. Uh huh.
0: Okay. Seems, seems pretty normal. Yeah, I think it's pretty normal. Uh, what well, we call it Thursday.
2: Yes, Thirsty Thursday. Thursday
0: Thursday. They haven't started the drink specials yet because there's only three guys at the bar.
1: Well, seriously. I mean, it is kind of secluded out in the middle of nowhere. They probably do have drink specials. Oh, going don't on. you know?
0: Don't you know? People come from aisles around to go to that one little <sighs> saloon.
1: Aisles? Yeah. Aisles. Can, can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> we got double dollars. We got aisles. We got feels. Uh, well, oh, I have the feels too. Okay. Yes. I'm, I do too. I'm glad to be around you guys. Oh. But wh- what is up with like taking common like, terms for measurement and currency and stuff and changing it slightly. Science fiction, yo!
2: Basically, it's science fiction, so our terms have evolved. I guess. It's a show that they're sort of speaking our language, mm-hmm. but... It's changed. Obviously, they're far away. I mean, we don't... Again, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves about the setting.
1: But it's but it's, a, so it's establishing a setting that isn't Earth, necessarily. Right, isn't. Right.
2: And they're not speaking... Our modern language. Fair enough. The bartender lugs a keg outside and then bolts just before the roof of the tavern is torn off.
1: Not just the roof. Like it's on half fire. Of it. Well, oh, wait, yeah.
2: <laughs> the, the top of the tavern is torn off. And a gang opens fire with machine guns on the exposed establishment.
1: This scene is badass. And they tear the shit out of this place. I love it. It is so cool. It's a mess. The animation of all the bullets riddling the the furniture, the the, the bar, the tables.
2: It is a really cool scene. See, the one thing that does kind of bother me there. Mm -hmm. What's that? Just on a psychology standpoint, Mm -hmm. they shoot up all the bottles of booze. Mm Mm-hmm. Now being outlaws, scum, low You think they'd want it. Right. But also also it's probably not being worth careful quite careful about a bit.
1: it. Well, they're not being careful about this.
2: It's also probably worth quite a bit.
1: Well, true, but that's they don't care because they're after an outlaw worth sixty billion double dollars. They won't have to they, worry they can about it. They could get money. all
0: the booze they want. Fair enough. And you know what, I just want to point out that the scene of devastation after they're done firing is kind of reminiscent of how Bill's house used to look after we had those wild parties. Right. I
2: mean, nerf, nerf bolts everywhere.
0: I know, I know. It's just a, me- I mean, just a mess. And, um, and one single did sign. They,
1: did standing. they, did they find like gordita shells like behind some of the furniture? You know. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It was fair enough.
2: The sign from the bar lands. It says saloon. Saloon. <laughs> yes. The yeah. Sign from the saloon lands, which says saloon. Yes. Yeah. The sign for the bar that says saloon. Yeah, yep. Is this is the saloon bar. The, the, the guy, right. the the guy owning the, the saloon.
0: saloon was not creative enough to come up with a better title or mm-hmm. name for the... He's like, like,
1: God, I gotta name my bar something. I, I, uh, I'm just gonna
0: call it the saloon. Uh, it, there's too much money to put the in there. Fine, just saloon!
2: And yet it shields the man in red. <laughs> it
1: does. Deus he doesn't Ex... doesn't
2: seem to move at all.
1: No, he seems to still be kind of trying to enjoy his drink. Deus Ex bar sign?
2: God from the bar sign.
1: Yeah. Because it saved, because it saved his ass. <laughs> uh,
2: the leader of this group is a giant with loose earlobes. Yeah, that's odd. Ear wing, earrings, a green mohawk, and a red coat.
1: Okay, so we're also establishing in this world that they're freakish super mutants, right? Because like this <laughs> makes zero sense. This this guy's character,
0: right? Well, that's uh, that's actually a Descartes, voiced by Joe Romersa was actually one of the so two? So we're still doing this, huh? Right. He's. Oh yeah. Apparently. Uh, well, he... Fun fact: too, he uh-huh. is actually one of the two ADR directors for the series. Really, that he's a director was so and a voice fun. actor. Yes. Well, <laughs> ADR director for the, uh, like, um, for the for the
1: dub. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Here's your balloon, Bill. You've got your your voice actor balloon. That's how much fun we're having.
2: Yay! Mm-hmm. Next
1: next time we'll give you a party hat.
0: Mm-hmm. I already have a hat. Oh, Jesus but Christ. no noisemakers. You have to earn that.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we also see the instrument that tore the saloon apart with a massive boomerang. Looks like it's made out of a bumper of a car.
1: That is. That was, again, a weird... Design there, oh, there for was. that the arm that like is boom like, I don't know it's well, really well
0: we'll get into that when there's more of a description of it. this okay. is this is still kind of setting up the the look and feel of what we're about to see the uh, the chaos that's about to happen
2: okay the man from the bar in the red coat stands up while the giant claims to have found him I found him the man draws his gun and we cut to the title card
0: right and I want to point out the gun it's a forty five caliber silver or nickel plated revolver. It's kind of a with a classic six shot double action. It has a top break, which we will see later. And um just for um shits and giggles, it shoots a uh, forty five caliber long colt bullets.
2: You may have all been explaining a vagina for all that Andrew understood of that. Yeah, it was a gun. It's shooting people, right? It's big. Bang it's
0: bang. A, it's a big gun. Bang gun. It's a big it's a very big revolver. Gun's bad. Forty five calibers
1: are big. Bang, gun bad.
0: Yeah. That too.
1: Good. Gu- NRA. Gun, gun good. Gun bad.
2: Good guy with gun. Ah,
1: uh, gun, 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 bad. Why are you talking about like the bad guy. I don't know. You started it. Why are
0: you talking like Frankenstein's monster? Yeah, that's what
2: I was taking from man. it. Fire bad. <laughs> Fire bad. <clears throat> you, know but we you, got... you know how you stop a bad guy with a boomerang? A gun? A good guy with a gun. Oh, okay, fair enough. good guy with a rocket launcher. Well,
0: at least that's what Bill does in, on uh, Fallout.
2: Yes. Red dudes.
1: Yeah! Oh my god, I haven't played that in so long.
2: We brought up <laughs> Super Mutants.
1: Well, you know what I've been playing, so. Nope.
0: Hearthstone. With Lots and awesome. lots of Hearthstone. That's my new obsession. Ah,
2: Elsewhere boy. in a ruined town, two men discussed the humanoid typhoon and all the damage he's caused in one single day. <laughs> no deaths, just injuries. A miracle without God's help.
1: <laughs> no, That's, when they. The, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, that just seems hard to quantify. That does seem hard to quantify. I mean, no,
0: you don't need God for miracles,
1: what he's saying.
2: It but you don't know God wasn't involved. You can't mm-hmm. prove a negative.
1: And uh, what was kind of weird is they talk about what this guy looked like and they describe the guy Descartes that you mentioned, basically. Right. So, like, it makes me wonder that even though they blame everything on Vash, is it Vash that really brought destruction on the city? It doesn't sound like it. I think in that
2: case it probably was Descartes. hmm
0: Well, I think that's that's pretty much what's been applied what's going to be implied here as this uh episode progresses on. But yeah, it is kind of interesting. But I do find it interesting that if this was caused by Descartes and his gang, it goes to show you what kind of you know what kind of skills Vash may actually have that this huge rampage happened and no one got killed.
2: That's true.
0: Innocent bystanders did not get it, killed. Nobody
2: did get killed, and that kind of makes you wonder mm-hmm. if that wasn't Vash, or at least Vash was involved.
0: Right. And I mean, but what did he do to make sure that no one got killed? He said dozens of injuries, but no one got killed.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: Which also was a contradictory, which contradicted an earlier statement by our two outlaws in the saloon that we're talking about, that the Undertaker made so much money that he built a house made of wood.
1: Who's the guy in the bounty or in the sheriff's office job? Oh, well, that's Loose Ruth. Loose, like like ruthless.
2: Yeah, no, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah.
0: because of Japanese... Yeah, and, you know, yeah,
2: and the names being... Reversed.
0: Yeah, I know and things. never dawned on me, I swear to God. I didn't even
2: research that. I feel like I blow one of your minds every episode.
0: That's fine. Or that's I guess right. one of you
2: gets your minds blown every episode. Ruth, Sounds or as, fun.
0: Or as he will be, or as he also is known by, which might be pointed out later, Constance Rifle. Constance Rifle. Because he's does? constantly
2: rifling people.
1: Uh, can, I, can I mention that the bounty hunter... His gun is really badass. We won't really see it fully until a little later. Right. But I think that it is a cool gun. Is that... A, okay, again, guns shoot people. They pretty. Is that a thing that's normal, the way it, like, twists around? Are there guns that do that? No. no. Well,
2: I mean, there's Gatling guns, but that's not what that
1: okay. is. Yeah, no, that, that's...
2: that's No, too, that's not a thing. Okay, but it looks cool.
1: Yeah, it's
0: a really cool look, but it's too complex that it could cause too much jams, Jam, jamming, I would think.
2: It's just unnecessary, mm-hmm. I mean... I thought it was cool. It, it's cool. Not to mention, it would cause carpal tunnel after a while. Well, I mean, it's, it wouldn't cause any more action than like a bolt action rifle would, right? There's just really no point. If the time you would spin the thing around, you could just bolt action another right a, or, another or, round,
0: or, or just lever or another. pump
2: action or yeah. whatever lever action. Yeah. It, it yeah. It's it's not really a. No, there's really no point to that at all. It looks cool. Now,
0: now, they never really describe uh, how big of a gun. What would you think that would be? Like a 22, maybe, that he's got?
2: 30-06, out maybe. 30-06 a year. Or I mean, probably not 22. 22. is not a very big caliber. And if he's going around killing people and bringing them in, mm. probably not bothering with a 22.
0: Okay, fair enough. You know, Gun
2: shiny. Kill you know, you could you could theoretically hit somebody in the skull with a twenty two. L- l- let's Barry's
0: let's off. face it. Andrew's the rookie. I'm the intermediate. You're the expert.
2: I don't know if I'm an expert on guns. Well, I'm, as far as but the three of us in this record, room, sure. Yeah,
0: is in this room, yeah, you know your shit.
2: Well, we leave the sheriff's office to another bar, and two women walk into Lears.
0: Yay! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And please point it out. Please. please the point short
2: out. one wanting a banana split, and the taller wanting some. Thing with tea. I
0: did not catch what I she think did.
2: I think it's Cylon tea no, no, she did say Ceylon tea but there
0: oh, was yeah, something so. else. No, with no, Cylon T. Ceylon.
1: Ceylon. Ceylon. Cylons. Ceylon. 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 I, I think it's science fiction. We need a little science fiction. In this. We are
0: not going Battlestar
1: Galactica. Can you imagine that crossover? Like Bash you Shut up, you Cylon. I... I knew it. I knew you were a Cylon uh, this whole time. Why would a Cylon mention Cylons? It's got a point. Misdirection. hmm Whoo mm. <gasps> Or am I misdirecting some misdirection?
2: I'm misdirecting your (laughs) misdirection with my own misdirection that has misdirected me. Either way, whatever thing she ordered, instead of tea, she should have milk with it to make a gag work. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh Uh-huh.
2: And... Everybody says they're going to give them all the milk they want, which I'm pretty sure is a jism joke. I am pretty sure that.
1: I love how I love how Millie is so innocent here that she doesn't understand that though. Right. She's like, but I didn't ask for milk. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's that's exactly so. These girls' names are
0: Meryl Strife, uh, the shorter, raven-haired woman, uh, voiced by Dorothy Elias Fawn, and then there's Millie Thompson, our our top. That didn't deserve a slap. Oh my god, I'm so excited! That's more like hitting the snooze button.
2: I love Millie, guys, guys. Do you know how much I love Millie? You love her so much, you gave me cancer with her pudding. Ah, uh, that
1: is a joke that no one will get. <laughs>
2: All right, that's a deep cut. That's
1: anyway.
0: Millie Thompson is voiced by Leah Sargent, and here's the here's the interesting thing. You know how he noted, uh, stated that Joe Romersa was one of the two ADR directors.
1: I bet this is the other one, isn't yes, it?
0: Yes, Leah Sargent is the other ADR director uh, for the dub.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. And she 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 did such a good job. She got cast to be
1: Millie, but 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 Millie's so great, I love her.
2: And then she drops her minigun. Yes, smashing the table up into the men's faces. Yes, yes. the
1: the the animation of the guy getting hit by the table is great. His like jaw like cracks up and his teeth kind of like splay out. Yeah, it's great. It's,
0: Wait, you guys did not. Neither of you pointed it out. The most important character ever, Millie Thompson. I mentioned it.
1: Kuroneko-sama. Are you with the black cat?
0: Yes, Kuroneko-sama. N-
1: ah, come here, Mega. What, what? What is? Oh God, stop it, Bill! Stop it!
2: I just going to see how long he's going to go. <laughs> he's turning red.
1: I think. Yeah, he's going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so, i uh, continue
2: the review, shall we? So, um, They decide... They get mad about uh, Millie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the, she picks the gun up with one hand and throws it over her shoulder. With a huge clang on her shoulder.
1: and right. like, even... like it was
0: nothing, yeah, It didn't
1: even break her shoulder.
2: And they decide to leave this monster alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they ask about Vash, and the bartender says they couldn't possibly be after the $60 billion double dollar reward.
1: No, Nope, they're from the Bernard Daly Insurance Company.
2: But they're just too kawaii. They are
1: too too kawaii. They are, that is true.
2: Says that in the sub. (laughs) The bartender didn't see him, but heard the man was headed east and his description is of the giant also. Yes. Back to said giant womanizer. Yes! Hello, ladies! Not you. Oh, damn it. Him and his men are looking for the man in the red coat. Some old coot gets stumbles over and Vash <laughs> and gets grabbed. Uh, Fucking, at I, this point, we all know he's Vash. I'm not going to keep up with that's the, true. The We're not like going
0: to do the fiction of the uh, um, that, yeah. that
2: Andrew
1: held
0: on to. Yeah, kept me in suspense for what is it, uh, five episodes,
1: something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, anyway, go ahead.
2: Vash robs the old man of his ammo. We go to a flashback of the opening. Showing he goes click click and he's out of bullets. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was actually really right. awesome. That that whole flashback and he we So get he just see- cut ah! away. <laughs> he's a complete goofball. Yep. Like this guy that looks like a complete badass in the scene prior, we get to see the reality of it. He's just kinda of bumbling his way yeah. through this. Yeah, and,
0: and cactaring
2: his way through it. Yes, yeah, really. essentially. So
0: Vash the Stampede is voiced by, are you ready for this?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Johnny
0: Yong Bosch. Oh my god, he's a Black Ranger.
2: Go, go, Power Rangers.
0: That's actually, and that was actually the hook that Andrew had for me watching Try Again. He goes, hey, you remember Power Rangers? Yeah. You know the Black Ranger? Which one, the Black guy or the <laughs> yeah. Asian dude? And he goes, the Asian dude? I'm like, yeah. He does the voice of the main character. I'm like, okay, let's check this out.
2: <laughs> oh, did you see the fucking new Megazord? Oh, God. God. Yeah, yeah, that looks horrible. Let's not go back to that. uh, You've just brought up...
0: The member berries went sour there.
2: Oh, that's not member berries. No, member berries were... Remember the original Megazord?
0: Yeah, that was great. That was great.
2: No, the new ones fucking sucks. Pacific Rim job and Michael Bay fucked and then on Uh, top of a stack of Power Rager comics.
0: I I liked Pacific Rim.
2: That was... You
0: can follow the action.
2: I didn't watch it. I I really
0: enjoyed it, but Anyway, anyway.
2: Vash is spotted... So he throws the old man's gun into his face. <laughs>
1: That's probably my favorite part of the whole episode. He just picks up the gun, whips it. There's like that, a few more seconds of like, just watching it travel, of animation, and it just hits just, a square head and, and, and he goes, spinning and he says, bullseye! Yeah. And then he shot once again, at
2: once again. Yeah, once again, and, yeah.
0: and his thing was, ah, flip!
1: It took a I
2: little too long, and everybody shows up starts shooting at him. Right. And he, like, And fucking... he roach scuttles away. <laughs> oh, yeah, he scuttles. He scuttles. It's great. I love scuttling. Then we find out that Vash has super ventriloquism. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and gets one of the guns to fire in the wrong direction.
1: And then he sneaks up behind him and does amazing things. It
2: grabs the gun and draws himself with a machine gun.
1: Oh, it's so good. I love this scene. It's like... It's like uh, this poor guy. Oh,
2: I love it. And yeah. Puts his ammo... Puts his revolver to the back of the man's head. The guy's either really smart or really stupid.
1: I think he's... I just think he's bold. He might yeah. just
2: remember that doesn't have any ammo.
1: That could be. That'd make him really smart. I just think he's gutsy, or he really doesn't want to incur the wrath of uh, Descartes at all.
2: Or he really just gives no shits about his life. That is true. He does seem pretty depressed. Well, why <laughs> is he
0: so bold or stupid?
2: Because he gives no shits about his life? Yeah.
0: So he engages in banter. The one thing you shouldn't ever do is engage in banter when you're in a tense situation like that. I do like though the part where he asks, yeah, "You have to die. It would sure make us all happy if you do." Yeah.
2: Well, the whole women find me repulsive. <laughs> I don't got no wife.
1: Yeah, I love the scene because Vash tries. It's it's one of those things where again he's trying to keep what? his badass persona in a way, like like, "Hey, I've got you. You better be quiet. Or I'm going to kill you." And the guy's just not buying it, not playing into it. So He's only one on his intimidation yeah, checks. Yeah, he is. And Vash is just kind of like, shit, I'm trying not to actually show that I don't want to actually hurt anyone. I'm trying to keep this badass act up, and it doesn't work. Right. And that's yeah. what I love about Vash. Because the guy got, yells I, for his boss. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no kids, and women find me repulsive or offensive, so yeah. no girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> it was poor Vash. Vash just couldn't do anything to intimidate us. No. no, but he
2: does save the guy's life.
1: He does, which, again... That's going to be a recurring thing, too. Vash will do anything, it seems, even to the bad guys, because he doesn't want to see anyone harmed.
2: Yep. Saving it from the boomerang coming tearing through the rock they've been hiding behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Descartes shows right. up, gives no shits about his partner, and kicks him right into Vash, <laughs> telling him, hold him down.
0: Yeah, make me happy.
2: Vash is then tied up to be taken to the feds. The girls show up on their kiwi chocobos.
1: <laughs> Thomas's. They're called Thomas's, which I don't understand why. Why they're called Thomas? Yeah, can you help me with that? Oh, that would be research. Sorry. Um. So, <laughs>
2: zing. Damn it! I already did my required research. Uh, they're long and fuzzy and have helmets on. They're John Thomas's. Oh, <laughs> that is
1: fairly accurate. So made... they walk
2: in with Millie hiding behind Meryl. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, this, which the... is which is a really funny picture because Millie is about one and a half feet taller than Meryl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mer- Meryl's probably about five foot, and Millie's got to be about six foot. And she's cowering. Six foot Millie is cowering behind five foot Meryl. It was pretty great. Oh, it's
1: lovely. Well, Meryl
2: announces that they're from an insurance company, and they offer a box to the man.
1: (gasps) This is the greatest thing ever. I did this with my students today. I gave them donuts. It was great.
0: Well, you know what? I think it's brilliant. It's clearly a reference to the way to a man's heart.
1: Through a... Dummick. Dummick? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess they, uh, they are sexist in their thinking.
0: No, or right, they're, true. or, or yeah, or they're, they're turning the expectation and saying, yes, men are dumb and only think about food and sex. Well, we're not going to offer sex, so here's
1: food.
2: Or but, somebody's let, let on that, uh, Vash likes junk food.
1: That's true. Ooh, there actually does, is a yeah. scene before he throws his voice where he's hiding behind a rock and there's this cool scene where a lizard comes down. Right, a big And, he's, and all, he's like panting. He's like, so
2: hungry. Which is like, like seriously? <laughs> which is the thing in anime where the heroes have a big appetite.
1: Yes.
0: yes oh, God, that is a very cool Well, Goku show. had
1: that. Well, exactly. Too, right? That's what I'm
2: yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: Edward Elric as well. And, but uh, they had a really good explanation for Elric. Usagi? Uh, which she yeah. does. Mm-hmm.
2: I assume just they're throwing so much energy out that mm-hmm. they need to replenish it. The Titans
1: yep. on Attack on Titan. Yeah, that's true. That, but that's a little darker. But all right, <laughs> I, mean, I mean that that works, I suppose. Oh wait, 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 suddenly
2: Loose Ruth shows up. Ah, oh! He's also mistaken the giant for Vash. Uh huh. Vash is confused.
1: B- Vash is always confused.
2: And then everybody's confused. <laughs> uh huh.
0: Wow, it sounds like a normal day for me.
2: Since Ruth's coat is red inside and he's blonde with a big gun. <laughs> The giant thinks he's Vash. Uh, in fucking hell! It's a fucking triangle. I love it.
1: <laughs> Misinformation
2: wins again. <laughs> it does. <laughs> then there's a big gunfight, a mm-hmm. gun boomerang bomb fight. Right now, you
0: were you were going on about how Descartes uh, throws a boomerang, correct? Where he's got a cybernet, because his right arm is cybernet. It's weird. It's a ballista. He has mm-hmm. the strap, and it he hits the thing, and it reels it in. Causing his his arm to have a much larger uh, um, swing, oh. more powerful swing, so that way it could go through stuff like thick cliffs and, uh, hmm. you know, giant rock formations. It's like a ballista.
2: No, the strap is to pull the pull, boomerang it, back.
0: No, it's to pull his arm down because he, he clips it to his arm. So the strap, he's pulling it.
2: I thought he was strapping it to the mm-hmm. boomerang. To, mm-hmm.
0: it, it, it's to the inside of his arm.
2: Oh, But it's okay. there to
0: pull, and it, it pulls it down uh Sharper and 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 harder, so it adds more power to the to the uh, throw. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Okay, fair enough. I I took it that it was attached to the boomerang, and he was just reeling the boomerang back because hmm. he wasn't good at making it come back to him. Right. Because boomerangs are hard.
1: Boomerangs are hard. They really are.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I had a boomerang once, and I threw it and it immediately hit a log and broke into a million pieces. Uh, the
1: log or the boomerang? The boomerang. Oh, okay.
2: Um, that would have been awesome. It wasn't made out of the bumper of a car. No, Fair oh, enough, unfair. fair enough. Anyway, the girls and a tied up Vash, Gitfo, to Me tell too. the town. I, I
0: love it, too, The because Millie does ask Meryl, what do we do now? The only thing we can do, run away! And every time I see them running away, I imagine the runaway song from uh uh Holy Grail. Yeah. Brave Sir Robin ran away,
1: Stump bravely
2: it. ran away. Stump it. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) I love that they don't even realize that Bash is, like, right there with them, really. Right, well, that's
2: what I was going to say. Suddenly, he's untied, (laughs) eating donuts, having a conversation, running, what, 30 miles an hour? Uh Yeah,
1: keeping pace with the And nobody
2: thinks, maybe this guy's superhuman.
1: No. Nope. But he does that. he also when we watched the we watched the subtitled version. Yeah, that was he was like spouting thank you in German. German. Danke, danke. danke. <laughs> that was weird.
0: Yeah, we actually decided to do the sub. I mean, maybe it's because we've watched this series so often we kind of know.
2: Yeah, it was kind of nice to watch the, the the dub or the sub rather. Yeah. The girl's announced they need to put Vash under 24-hour surveillance. To which uh,
1: he freaks out. Yeah, yeah and then dead. they Although, give him
2: ten dollars to go warn the yeah. town while they go back.
1: Right, because keep keep in mind, remember, they don't know that he's Vash. Or even when people throw that evidence in his in their face, they don't want to believe it to be true. Especially Meryl. Meryl, right. Right.
0: yeah. Millie Millie kind of buys it pretty fast.
1: Yeah, I think not by this episode, but by late by like episode two or three. Yeah. she's all she's like, pretty much doing... hi Vash. Yeah. And Meryl's like, no, that's not Vash. Damn it. Right.
2: They assume yeah. loose Ruth is dead when they get back. They do. Uh, the girls bring the giant more donuts, a 30 pack this time, but the giant and Ruth are actually buddies now. Rape buddies. Oh. Oh, yeah. That yeah, there's a little, there's a little is, bit uh, of rape coming up. Now,
0: did you notice? Well,
2: that, no, there isn't, but there's there, there, a little there's, bit of rape, rape threatened. There is a little bit of rape threat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, before then, uh, though, did you notice that when Meryl was checking out the situation with her binoculars, uh, Descartes, was talking to one to the one henchman who's probably a second in command, but he's holding something. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that he, he actually has Vash's gun? Oh, I guess
1: they're you're like right. speculating
0: over it. Yeah, they're was look, like, taking a
1: look at it and trying to figure out what's going on.
0: Right, right. I never caught that until I viewed it last night. That's interesting. And I was like, holy crap, they're holding Vash's gun.
2: Yeah, I guess he would have left it so. Mm-hmm. Vash then returns to save the girls, mm-hmm. and then a ho- all hell breaks loose. It does, oh, oh, yeah. One henchman tries to leave, only to be questioned by Ruth where he's going. <laughs> to
1: the potty, sir! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Ruth shoots him. <laughs> uh, I love that line. Uh-oh, oh, oh, yep. oh, oh,
0: oh, there it is! There it is!
2: Yeah, no, it's right here in my notes. Andrew loves this line.
0: Yep. Yeah! Yeah! yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Bill knows me. Bill knows you pretty well. Uh, Vash winds up on a cliff. I'm not quite sure how that happened.
1: Running away. Yeah, that's a good point. I have no idea how that happened either. I th- right. kind of
2: thought he climbed the cliff, but if that's the case, then he wouldn't be worried about falling off of it, because yeah. he will just climb back down. Right. I don't know.
0: What I really like, though, and we kind of missed it, um, when Vash makes his uh, triumphant return to uh-huh. save to save the girls, he's riding to Thomas, and he's like, Aah! and everyone starts shooting him, and you notice that it looks like he's bumbling around on the saddle. No, but he's really dodging the he's bullets. He's really dodging the bullets, and then he falls off to Thomas rolling around and you just see them very quickly whip a knife uh-huh. and cut the to cut
1: the girls down cut
0: the girls down. Now, um, Bill, how much of a of a dead-eye shot do you have to be to not only cut suspended rope from probably what we'd say, about fifty yards? I'd say more least? than that. Hundred and fifty yards?
1: Yeah, it seems like a pretty yeah, long distance away from where it was.
0: Yeah. How to get at least one rope cut, let alone two how would you say what were the the odds of that being a an accurate hit to actually uh, be done? None, of them. none I, of them.
1: I would say a one in twenty because you can always roll a natural twenty. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. I'm just saying that that this yeah and and no one is still recognizing that this guy may actually be something. Granted, it you know you could say you know the uh, the chaos of battle, the situation was tense. They were in the middle of the desert. They were probably hot, thirsty, and hallucinating a little right. bit. So you know they probably didn't recognize all those factors like we did.
2: Mm -hmm. Back to the cliff. Ah! The giant. Descartes.
1: Descartes.
2: Descartes. Yes. He's got me doing it. Yes.
1: Sorry, I'm not great with Spanish. No, it's like the philosopher. French? It's the philosopher.
0: (laughs) Shush. I I know nothing of French.
1: Your last name sounds French. (laughs)
2: Shh. Anyway.
1: Your last Uh, name,
2: Escargot, is French. Vash winds up on a cliff. The giant basically tells Vash he can die by boomerang or by suicide. Vash disapproves of suicide.
1: I I love that. He's like, I disapprove of suicide very much. And it's like, it's so sincere.
2: It really is. More than anything else, really. (laughs) Okay, dude.
1: It's like, no, that's not really okay. That's not Not the point. He was trying to get out of that, but all right.
2: Uh, He goes to kill Vash with the boomerang, and Vash winds him up in the cables. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Hits the button and lets him get all hogtied and foamy mouth and yeah, uh, has gotta hurt. Like neck that. broken or yeah, that's, that's that gotta really... hurt
0: like I mean, dude, yeah, he's gotta have a dislocated shoulder shoulder at the least. Yeah, it was pretty fucked
1: up.
2: Yep. Suddenly, somebody finally realizes Vash isn't human. What you the hear... guy the, what, the guy getting strangled? No, you hear one of the henchmen be like that. He's not human.
0: <sighs> and they run.
2: Yeah, they and... get foe. But the boomerang on its own uh, takes out Ruth. And Millie says it's like he is Vash the Stampede. No shit. Yeah. Vash is just worried that he worked off his ten double dollars in his donuts. Yes. <laughs> worked off his ten double dollar in his donut debt. Yay alliteration.
1: Yay. Yay! And he gives like the cool thumbs up with the, spirally like the spiral thumb thumbprint.
0: Yeah.
2: Thumb print. <laughs> uh then he laughs like a mental patient. That's fairly accurate. Uh, Ruth's bomb goes off, destroying the cliff anyway. Yes. And that ends up destroying the town of Felnarl. Yeah. Uh,
1: so once again, uh, yeah, another another town that is devastated, I guess, kind of by Vash?
2: Well, Merrill, Vash. Merrill writes in her report yes. that it was improper, illegal usage of explosives by a man called Ruth Luce. Luce. Millie suggests the crazy guy is Vash. <laughs> then we see Vash walking off into the desert while they repeat you don't need god for a miracle again. Still kind of hard to prove.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. really.
1: And then that's it, right? That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's and the then episode, then you end can of episode start that song again. Ah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, i am not a fan of this of that song just, oh i
1: love that song oh my god it, it's you know what bothers I like me it. It, I, I used it, to rock out to that song in my it, car it's
0: quite literally the part where they go nah, nah, nah. uh
1: yeah, that was the song that uh sarah and i we used to drive around a lot and we used to sing that part as loud as we possibly could it was so yeah much i fun. think
0: i think he did it with me in the car once and i'm just like i was in hell
1: you get the song we end and that's the end so let's talk about like we normally do. To our wrap right. up our thoughts on the episode. Bill, you chose this series. I'm going to allow you to talk about what you thought about uh, this first. I want to hear what you have to say.
2: I think it's a great establishment. We see mm-hmm. the world. We see it's the West, Old West. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see plenty of terms that are changed a little bit. So we mm-hmm. understand the sci-fi of it. Yep. We meet a mutant. Yeah. Uh, we meet all of our main characters. And we truly get an understanding of their personalities.
1: Yeah, Millie true. is
2: innocent, but scary as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl is all about business mm-hmm. and high strung, and Vash is a total goon who <laughs> is only really kind of pretending to be a goon and is completely badass mm-hmm. if pushed. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Josh, I
0: really don't have much else to to elaborate on. I mean, it all the episode was 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 to establish our our principal characters, Vash, Millie, and Meryl. Yeah, that's it. You know, and we kind of get glimpses of what Vash could do, but still, but we, we're kind of strung along of of what exactly Vash is capable of doing at his fullest extent. Yeah. That won't happen for quite a few episodes. But as of right now, establishing kind of the zany goofiness that that Vash is well known for, Mm -hmm. and that goofiness kind of being a Mm smokescreen, for something more badass is is great and when i first saw this episode i enjoyed it because because of the fact that it had this mystery of who exactly is this guy with the blonde hair now we, yeah. we've already kind of uh stepped on the on the spoiler and said yeah that's bash right but i remember Sitting there with you, I'm like, so this that, is that that guy, fashion and you're like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't. Know. I'm like, you son of a bitch, just tell me. I'm not gonna be bothered by.
2: No, you gotta find out yourself. Like,
0: fuck you. That's what I do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I can't really add much either to my kind of portrayal of this episode. Right. It does a really great job of establishing the world, the characters, as we've said. I like the music. I like uh, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the humor is my favorite part of this whole thing i love the right. humor and, I, and it's just a well done first episode right. and uh it just it kind of feels like that sort of initial right. getting that who the characters are out of the way
0: right i do want to say though as far as like the overall series goes it's not one of the best episodes it's it's no
1: no it feels like a like a um it's not terrible. What do they call those, the first episode? The pilot. So it yeah. just feels like a pilot, you know, where they're just trying to establish what's, what's going on and see if this is going to be a viable thing.
0: In the vein of pilots, tune in next week when all the voice actors are completely different.
1: What? Uh, no, it's not that kind of pilot. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's okay. not like Roseanne where, like, uh, you know, what DJ is a completely different person in the, in the, oh. sec- in the second episode after the pilot, so...
0: Oh, I thought you were going to mention played my by
2: that Candace Cameron.
1: Yes.
0: I thought I thought you were going to say that Wait, the no. the whole change around with uh Kelly.
2: DJ. No, you're thinking of Becky.
1: Becky, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Ka- Kelly Gazanga's uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fairly accurate. Yeah. All right, so we we are rambling no, gaz- Gazanga now. Gazanga was on Boy Meets World. Okay, yeah, we're mixing up all our shows here. <laughs> so so overall I think a very glowing uh, review mm. from all three of us. This is yeah. this is a change of pace. I'm loving this. We're all on the same page. We're unified. This is great. I'm feeling the love. Right? Feeling the love.
0: Well, you only have 25 more episodes to feel that love. I know. Then we
2: get other, some
1: other horse shit. We'll see what Josh does. But that's a long way away. Uh so, once again, I want to say thank you uh for listening and uh next week we'll be back with episode 2 next week, Truth of Mistake. So, before we go, make sure that you check out our Facebook, Twitter, check out our brand new Patreon. It helps support the show if you can. Shut up and give us your money! If you can't, then tell your friends about our show. That's the best way to help us out. And leave us reviews on iTunes. Uh, We love those as well. Uh, So, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three bounty hunters in their 30s talk about anime. I'm Andy, and I'm 12, feels tall. I'm Josh.
0: I'm also the worst kind of womanizer. Wait, why am I the worst kind of womanizer? Well,
2: small penis.
1: (laughs) Hey. Never saw it.
2: Once. And this is Bill. I've got a big weapon and a mohawk. Oh, speaking of big
1: weapons. Euphemisms? Yeah. And we will see you next week. Bye bye.
2: Is it a pubic mohawk?
1: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit QuestNnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadowbane Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild.